underground or region, right? You can only make it in that area. The town of Stilton itself, you can't actually make Stilton in Stilton because it's outside of the, uh, the legal county where you can call it Stilton. Wow. Fun fact. It's, I like it because it has like a crumbly, salty quality to it, right? It is. Like it has like a, yeah. like a, almost like little salt crystals when it falls apart. I like that that's. Yeah. I like it. A lot of blue in it. I like it with um, fig jam too, blue cheese and fig jam together. Dude, has knowing has knowing a lot of cheeses gotten you a lot of pussy? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's gotten me like art school, like niche pussy. Yeah, some some pretty small some alternative pussy. strange. Oh, <laughs> I mean that's what art school parties are. Sometimes it's just you know you get a cheese board and some bottles of wine. And oh, you guys are such body. cliches. I want to like go to art school. Do you ever, does, is there any? Is there anyone ever just like slamming a twenty-four pack of Budweiser in a corner with like a cowboy hat on? <laughs> Not ironically. <laughs> ironically, I was gonna say ironically. Those are the poetry parties. It's always ironic. Those are the Why <laughs> can't it ever be real? <laughs> Those are. It's only the ironic. So how is it back there in in um, Chicago? Are you just staying in your green room? You're locked in your green room. Yes, I'm. I'm in the line box at all at all times. Um, I don't know how to not mention coronavirus. I just didn't like post it up in my room. I'm trying to listen to podcasts and like just vibe, but all my podcasts are about coronavirus bullshit. <laughs> just really vibe. <laughs> That's like the new young cool word. Are you guys not like? Are you guys not gathering in rooms together? Not supposed to be. People are like hanging outside of their apartment windows and telling people to flatten the curve, being really shitty. Why don't but you guys all just gather in a, in a space and sit in a, like a drum circle six feet apart? Like a chicken pox party, you're saying? A pig and fox? No, a chicken, chicken pox party. Yeah, like a chicken pox party. Yeah. I, I think that would be counterintuitive. Everybody spit in each other's mouths. <laughs> That's a chicken pox yeah. party. Everybody get it! I mean, we're all gonna, I mean, I got a fucking headache today. And uh, a sore throat, but you know, we're we're not assuming the worst. You have a sore throat? Yeah, that's not that bad, is it? That's one of the symptoms. That's one of the symptoms. Pancakes got that. I'm not sharing any splits with Pancake. I'm just he kidding. kissed me on the cheek the other day, though. <laughs> You're sitting there with him. You, you got it. Regardless. We're six feet apart. I am at least yeah, six feet away from apart. Sam, and we're in a triangle in the studio, and um, we are all maintaining distance, and um. And the stage is so far away too. If it, I mean, it's we are so far away from each other. It's fine. We're all gonna. We're gonna run some un- underground comedy out of this bitch. Well, it's it just yeah. there's just not you know, less than ten people. Everybody's maintaining distance. We're still doing media, so that's good. But I think that we should be doing alternative yeah. media and not talking about that, which is why I was excited about my B movie. Is there any like artistic project that you're working on while you're sequestered? Uh, for me, yeah, it's re- I, I really need the, the this quarantining so I can just sit and write and not and do the for like an entire day. I got, I got like three weeks worth of Adderall, so I should be all right. You write That's on Adderall, like, dude? Yeah, oh of course God. I do. It makes it makes it. Dude, you can just write so much that you can move whole sections around in your brain before you do it. That bewilders me that you write on Adderall. That's that's my favorite thing to do on Adderall. It makes it really like. 
you just get really into journaling and like you process your words, your internal monologue is the same as your outer monologue, but it's like documented and, and like more. Like, I don't know, man. It's sick. Yeah. Did you learn? To, but you learned to write stand up not on Adderall, so you have the basics right. Oh, Adderall. I don't write stand up on Adderall. I don't do anything on Adderall. I don't, I don't do stand up on. No, no, not not perform stand up, but you, you do you write for stand up on Adderall. Nah, it makes me too serious. It's really good for, like, more dramatic, I mean, certain humorous stuff, but not, like, my stand-up, like, observations on stuff, because I need to be able to riff and be all over the place, so. How what do you? you? Write? What do you use Adderall to write for? What are you writing? My show, you know, the Edinburgh thing, so more narrative-based stuff, stories, which is a little harder to, like, it's more intangible things to move around, like, in your brain, whereas a joke is just kind of like, once you find the funny... You kind of know like what parts of the joke. It's, it's less moving around. It's more just like making the observation in the first place. And Adderall doesn't help me do that. Adderall just makes me focus in on like certain patterns. So you're so what what exactly are you going to be doing in Edinburgh? Doing my my solo show, man. My 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 hour long comedy special. But what I, I don't I see I don't understand that. You, are, it's it's not stand up. Are you going to be telling a story about it yourself? Isn't, it isn't. Like, why can you use Adderall to write for that and not stand up? I'm inventing the genre now. Well, because what I said was stand up requires, like, to be able to riff on something and be all over the place and look at it a bunch of different ways. Story is more focusing on a single line and then trying to make that line as clear as possible over the course of, like, well, my show's going to be like 15 minutes. Um, and it's humorous, right? But the humor comes as a result of, like, story movement, you know, and structure. It, it's easier to, to think about these large narrative structures and what, what have you. Not saying that it's so, you know, complex, but it's like an intangible structure that you have, that exists entirely in your mind. So that's easier to handle on Adderall, whereas when I'm just writing stand-up, I'm just trying to riff on stuff. So for the show, I mean, I, I can riff a little bit already as I'm writing a major thing. I don't have to, like, walk around town and look up at things and, and try to make comedic observations it's a different process it's a show it has a script it's like writing a play but there's only right he's the and he could have multiple characters if he wanted but he's still the only person playing them so right what are some examples of this that you can that you can look up and get a sense my of favorite is spalding gray he's oh my, spalding gray i love idol. spalding gray spalding gray is my idol he's not a comedian but his monologues are very funny still because it's inherent to the form so i want to bring a little more stand-up to it to make it a little funnier you know, kind of like Manette, but Manette is still very jokey. It's narrative, but it's still like joke, joke, joke. I want to do like Spalding Gray story. That's humorous, you know. Like David Sedaris. You really David Sedaris. Yeah, so what is this thing? Something about Cambodia? Like swimming to Cambodia? Swimming to Cambodia, yeah. Yeah, it's so good, and you can look it up on YouTube's Swimming to it's Cambodia. Totally free on YouTube, the whole thing. It's, uh, yeah, it's all there. And it's really entertaining. Oh, he likes that chair better. Don't fall over. Are you not going to miss like the the practice of making comedic observations and writing it writing it down? I do all the time. I still write. You Are know, you performing stand up in Chicago right now? Or not right now yeah, at the I mean, moment, but like the, were you on a regular I basis a before this? I have run like that kind of stuff. I do a lot of like like I kind of bring them into one a lot. I produce like a sketch show or a variety show, and then I'll do like a 15-minute stand-up set as one of the acts, and then I'll also do the sketch. So I, I am performing, yeah. I guess I'm just not... I, I wish I was more active doing, like, open mics and stuff and going up there and just testing out a handful of jokes, 
but for me right now, like I'm more focused on stringing jokes together to make something larger. So I don't go to an open mic unless I have like a five minute chunk, and then I, you know, I don't. But yes, I am, and, and I'm not. What about you? Anybody else? <laughs> no, I just stand up right now. Well, not right now. Well, not right now. Yeah. I used to write, but um, my computer was thrown away by my roommate. What? By mistake. How do you throw away a laptop by mistake? Well, my friends, my roommates were drunks, and they liked to party, and the kitchen tables where I had my computer last, and we were going to play Cards Against Humanity, so I had to clear the kitchen table, and I think I, I distinctly remember putting my computer in a pizza box. Oh, <laughs> that's user error. But uh. <laughs> it's a heavy-ass pizza box from, like, it, it wasn't even, like, a good, heavy, dense pizza company. So, like, everyone oh. would know this this empty box should be um, examined. It's not going to have a laptop in it, though. That's You have to be, like, a next level of hungover to be, like, there's nothing strange about this pizza box weighing nine pounds. <laughs> yeah. So now you haven't been able to write because you don't have a computer box? Yeah. I felt like having a um, a bigger keyboard than my phone helped. Mm. Or even having a, a physical keyboard on my phone would help. Not your size, Pam. Like <laughs> you have a Blackberry I know, from 2009. <laughs> Aaron, I wrote five poems and a song and two new jokes. Really? Yeah, I know. Now, do, do you write? Do you write on a laptop or do you write on notebook? No, my poems I write freehand. Um, right. Jokes I write freehand. I've been typing. Mm. Once a poem is done, I type it, and then it exists as a typewritten artifact. But sure. um, the jokes are mostly just in. I've done them enough times; they're in my head now, and I'm like, ah. You don't, you don't forget them. Like I, I can't rack my brain for every single joke I've ever done. I still have to make like a set list. I, I know I have. It, they're all in there. Well, and now with, with when I perform sober, there's a huge, like um, I see yeah. them. I see them in my brain as um, not file cabinets per se, but almost like those old school when you used to do libraries in the Dewey Decimal System, like a big huge box of Shit. them of like things of cards, and like I can sort of like stand in front of that object and open it up and I can see things in the files and they all the different little Hi. categories have different like one of them's cat jokes one of them's Jesus jokes and it's not like I really have this it's just in my brain but I have the ability even if I'm standing on stage I have the ability to be at that part of my brain and pull these things out that and like look at them that, that um, image that you're painting Hi. right now was put in a movie with Oprah in it what? Yeah, th and it's a kids' movie called uh, <gasps> The House with the Clock in Its Wall. I don't know if I've ever seen that, but maybe I did. Maybe I saw it as a kid, and it just stuck and with me. Most houses have clocks on their wall. In in the wall, in the wall. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how the that's the look. Yeah. This just came out like last year, and um, it's a brand new Oprah movie. So well, you did you didn't see it as a kid. Okay, well then I didn't. I just that's just the that's the way I memorize. That's the way I memorize comedy. Is that I and mm. I have I have other like index things with stories on them and stuff. I have a lot of memorized stories and stuff. So, but that's how that's I think good. of it. It's a it's my little mnemonic device in my own head. 
don't know what cause that would do with letters. That's an ins- that's an insane like have that much control over your memory. Like I don't have that much. I feel really forgetful. Fools always come up to me and tell me about shit that I did. I'm like, I just gotta take your word for it. Mm-hmm. Like two years ago. Hey, uh, what are the other comics in in your town doing right now? Honestly, I, I'm getting a lot of texts from like producer friends of mine that are really eager to be like to take this like a business opportunity and do like live stream comedy ah. more. And like word, it might literally it might be illegal in a couple weeks, you know, like gatherings of more than ten people or so. But I mean, we'll try to figure something out. I, I think most people there's like a there's this is just staying inside the quarantining. There's like a bunch of GoFundMe pages for service industry workers, and uh, what I'm seeing from the Bay Area Comedy Network Facebook page, it's pretty much the same as like what we're doing here in Chicago. So not too much different. Yeah, everything's shut down. Are you making any tick? We were thinking about staging some TikTok videos at Mutiny and putting laugh tracks oh, behind the jokes, yeah. and just putting out these. You gotta little stage conflict, like a like a like a street fight or something. But like doing doing Corona jokes. I know we said we weren't going to talk about it, but if 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 Corona jokes were getting out right now, then people would be like, "Where the fuck are those coming from? Like, how are they doing that? Especially if you do relevant stuff from the past few days." What do you mean? How are they making Corona jokes? Well, no one else is. Like, is anyone making Corona jokes? Probably on yeah, Twitter. lots of people. All of Twitter, bro. Every podcast. But what's not, what's up. happening on Reddit? <laughs> I remember that Aaron loves Reddit. <laughs> I love Reddit. <laughs> uh, well, oh, it's like coronavirus sounds a lot like uh, Mexican alcoholism. That's uh, it's <laughs> came up with that right now. Wow, so. that's grand. <laughs> no, you're killing here. The audience Thank is laughing, you. but just hearing this. Is that, is that an internet thing, or did you write that? I'm one of those comics that calls in and does a full segment and reads and just goes up, like, for a second. <laughs> yeah, we do shit like that here, sure. <laughs> I mean, on your, on your end, you're fucking killing. You got no idea, right? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna put laugh tracks. I really like that Canadian girl set. She did some really fucked up shit. It was great, because people, like, filed in during her extremely vocal set sat down and, like, looked at their phones and just over time slowly started to realize that she's saying some, yeah, what she's saying. Lizzie Stanton. He's talking about Lizzie Stanton. Lizzie Stanton. When she called in and she did a set and everybody went outside to smoke. And then. Oh, and she didn't. It was almost better that way. Because people came in, sat down, and then, like, perked their heads up when they heard, like, Osama Bin Laden. Osama Bin Laden. Or, like, don't know. Did they do they do they listen to her set? Yeah, some people did. Yeah, so I liked it. It's on the it's on the podcast. It's on the um, archives. You can go to yeah, the yeah. Comedy Festival 2020, and there's like 50 podcasts there. And the ones at the top are all very funny, and you know they <laughs> are. Did you go down? Are they less funny? No, no, all of them are funny. I just haven't listened to all of them yet. But I'm you know I'm picking and choosing the ones I want to listen to first. Um. And then I've been listening to them, and I'm I'm impressed actually, on multiple levels for different reasons. But we're keeping it open. MutinyRadio.fm. Press the donate button on the side of the website. Oh yeah, what an amazing thing. 
You're allowed to go out and get cheese. That's exciting. Did you hang up those photos? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you put up the picture? Did you get Did you get them home? Yeah, they're they're up on my wall. Awesome. I I put them up, and, and Felicia gave me shit, being like, "This sucks. Like, why is he so emo?" And I'm like, "Cause you just don't understand what it means to be emo, I guess. Like, that's a very privileged thing to say." I can vibe with that. Yo, Aaron, let me ask you a question. Have those yeah. Have those photos on your wall? Have they gotten you any pussy? <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. You're I, lying. I actually, I actually got Yuliot a couple days ago because I was like. I was, I was with one of my bros, and I was like, oh, God, you a little gay? And he was like, nope. And I was like, word. Then I listened to Visions of Gideon on the train home. Oh. <laughs> Are you even Gideon? a little gay? That's a but, really yeah. cute question. Oh, that's so darling. Are you even a little gay? Oh, I love it. Dude, you didn't nah. ask me that question. What the fuck? I didn't get any pussy, no. Oh, there you go. You're getting pussy with you. Pussy, You're getting bussy? Alright, my man, that's good. You're getting bussy. <laughs> Wait, they do that inside of Reiki? Yeah, you want to yeah. try it later? <laughs> it's Are not you gay if I'm like, fucking you. Yeah, yeah, the, the Grendel or the Gooch. Though? Yeah. What's going to happen what to the porn that? industry? Are they going to keep filming or are we going to have to turn Mutiny Radio into a studio? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you can make a lot of extra cash like that. Am I a real stepmom or am I just a really good actor? <laughs> I bet there are some really artistic porn directors in San Francisco. Sure. Gay porn looks like it's pretty nice. There's, have you seen those Vixen ones? Those ones are like, damn. Vixen does gay money. porn too? I think they do. I, I can't say that I've ever seen any, but I would assume they do. Like, like you, like a strong assumption on your end. Like you're, like That's you're really a strong sure. Assumption, yeah. Like a very strong assumption. But you've never, but you've never seen them. But it's strong. It's a hard position to put me in. Okay. All Sam wants to talk. About. I'll va- I'll validate this later. I know. I'll do my own independent research. You want to do this? You want to do this on air right now? Yeah. I'll have my assistant look it up. I'm wondering if I brought it. I w- there's another. That means someone else wants to call in, but fuck them. Um, <laughs> that's what that weird noise is. Unless you have to go back to your whatever it is that you're doing in He's Chicago. Right now. I'll go back to listening to the podcast. How about that? Okay. You want to call in later? You want to call in in like 25 minutes? Yeah, yeah. Aaron, you're the best. We love you. I'll 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 stay in cahoots with you. Cahoot. All right, I'll cahoot. Who, who is it? Oh. Hello, caller. Hey, caller. Thanks for being patient. We were on the air with Aaron Atkins. Now we're on the air with you. Who are you? Shane Kenny here. Oh, hi, Hello. Shane Kenny. He's got the update of, I don't know, what kind of updates you have. We're trying on. Shane, I got a question for you. You know that you know that red leather jacket that you have? Yes, I do. Who am I? Who's this? Oh, that's Sam. Sam and Pancake are here. Do you do you ever do you ever get any pussy with that thing? Actually, yeah. Hell yeah! Finally, finally, someone. That's Sam's big question of the day. Um, blood burning and standing mine. <laughs> like like fire, red all around. What's uh, going on? What's going on, dude? 
I'm two assignments away from freedom. Oh. College assignments. Mm -hmm. You're a college man. Trying to be. What are you uh, What are you studying? Um, I was majoring in earth and climate science. Now that's my minor because I'm really good at talking, but not good at numbers. Mm. Well, y y you didn't answer the question what the major was. Uh, liberal studies because I chose the I give up major. Then oh. <laughs> I'm now every joke I made as a STEM major. So it's fun getting punched by my own punchline every day. But so are you? Yeah, you're two, yeah. two um, assignments away from your degree or from this semester? From spring break. Oh, from spring break. Okay. And how much because longer? Because they can shut down the school, but they can't shut down the assignments. Oh. So they moved everything to online? Literally, yeah. Like, campus gym was closed, everything. Like, it's – but luckily, I stole about six industrial rolls of toilet paper. Perfect. Yes. You know, oh, I was smart. like, I'm paying for that shit, but – going to my shit anymore. I'm oh, yeah. I never paid for toilet paper when I was at State. I just took paper from them because I was like, it's part of my fees. I felt like mm. I felt like toilet paper was part of my fees, and so I just took enough to take home. No, it's right. funny. I actually do have a set of like nice store-bought toilet paper for when I have like a lady over or a company, just so they don't think I'm total trash. <laughs> so it's like, when I know I have a girl over, it's like, hey, I gotta put some nice toilet paper out. Gotta... I <laughs> Whenever there. I wear my red leather jacket out, basically later that night. Yeah, it's like, she'll find out I'm trash later. She'll just try to cushion the blow, you know? With, with, with the felt of the red leather, <laughs> cushion it with that, like a old football helmet. No, you Wrap it around your head like a turban. You cushion it with the toilet paper that is special kind. Yes. Hey, Padded? How hey, many plies? Cool stuff sandpaper, but it's free. You can make a helmet yeah. out of out of eight-ply toilet paper. You look like a World War Look like a World I have War a question One for injured. Do tin, do tin foil hats keep anything out from the government? Does have to keep what? Can you repeat the question? You know when they say making a tin foil hat? They call people tin foil hatters. Oh yeah, no, that doesn't do crap. It's it doesn't do anything. Tin foil doesn't keep. You're better off wearing a lead helmet. No, there all is day. there is science behind titanium stuff and metal. It's called a Faraday cage. It protects radio signals during an electromagnetic pulse. But oh. that tinfoil hat doesn't do crap because your brain operates on a different series of electrical frequencies than our telecommunications network. See, I knew he'd know. I love Faraday mm -hmm. cages. Good explanation. I wanted to start a business making them, selling them, but people are already doing that on an industrial scale. So mm. If you can get Fox News to pitch it, I'm sure people will gladly buy a tinfoil Trump hat. Probably get Info, info Wars to do something like that. That's the wrong kind to save the world. A real Faraday cage needs to be grounded, and it looks like a metal box. Um, Thank you, fellow nerds. Like, I, I didn't get all the chance to go into the details of it, but I was going over the gist. So thank you. Dude, we should get Alex Jones on this podcast. He would do this podcast. Have him call in. Have him call in. We'll be like, we're in San Francisco. We want to hear you out. Because like, he talks about San Francisco all the time. He shits on it. Oh, good. But he, but he has some – That has would some be – Hilarious! If, like, oh my god! I wouldn't even want to shit on him. I would want to hear what he has to say about the coronavirus, because like, oh no, because comedically he's hilarious, which is why Rogan has him on. Just, it's a gold mine to like. No, Rogan at. has him on because they're friends. They're, they're buddies who go back a long time. Like they were friends when Rogan was starting the podcast before he even did Pod One. They knew each other. Whoa. Yeah, and Joe likes him. Like he's 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 defended him a, a lot of times. 
They were doing the pod when it was a cephalopod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Caterpillar. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go shoot myself later for that joke, but... You, why would you shoot? Oh, shoot, shoot. In the foot, in the foot. I thought in his yeah, pants. Yeah, no. That's what I heard. See, I'm in Iraq and want to get out of here. <laughs> no, you got to shoot yourself Don't in you the talk waist about my brothers like that, Shane. I'll come get you. You have... You better take you them. Have, you my uncle guns? was a doctor in the Army. He said that he was treating a bunch of gunshot wounds from foot sweat at some point. I yeah, it's it. because Taliban are shit shots. They don't account for bullet drop. Don't propagate the the ganda. <laughs> don't propagate the ganda. Don't propagate the ganda. Should have done that <laughs> in my Gandalf voice, not in my Gandalf voice. Oh no, this is gonna be an awesome time for propaganda. These people are oh. so bored and confined. They have so time to go down news. a six-hour rabbit hole. Yeah. So much fake news. Gandalf was the pro- Gandalf was the Uncle Sam of of the Shire. He was propaganda. Propaganda. <laughs> He was the Bernie Sanders of the Shire. Hallelujah. A wizard wizard is never late. He arrives precisely when he needs to. And (laughs) and Bernie Sanders always looks like he's perpetually late for a meeting. He's always just (laughs) disheveled enough that it's like, they they messed up my (laughs) alarm clock. He does that look on purpose. (laughs) That look gets him pussy in Vermont. Well, he does have late for work hair. He's about pussy with you. I love pussy. I love it when Larry David plays Bernie Sanders. That is <laughs> a, a appropriate um, casting, I believe. It's like Baldwin is Trump. It's just the shoe fits perfect. Mm-hmm. I've seen better Trumps. I thought Alec Baldwin's impersonation of Donald Trump was very untasteful. <laughs> untasteful? Very untasteful. <laughs> I don't. Sam's a master of the language. Let him make up his words and believe them. Okay. He says them with such conviction. Oh, no, I, I, I got a blank notebook out. I'm, I'm learning new words all, all of a sudden. I love it. <laughs> all the, the the gems dripping from his honeyed lips. So what are you going to do to occupy your time during spring break if you're locked indoors? Um, luckily, we are confined to our homes, but not to our minds. So oh. I got leaves and fungus, and we'll... See how far I can shoot my mind into the stratosphere. It's gonna other go psychonaut. Other than that, I got an EP I'm trying to record and a longer book that I've been writing. So I got that, and then when I start running out of mind-altering substances, then I'll panic. But which ones are you doing now? Um, right now, just a little in the clouds. Just want to be responsible. But as soon as I get the go-ahead to bit not be anymore with the schoolwork. It is open season on my mind. Oh, good. <laughs> no brain cell <laughs> left over. Yeah. I like nitrates uh, quite a hopefully bit. Hopefully I'll have some beautiful tunes, some funky stories, and I can get back on a mic and start telling jokes in person. <laughs> when the <laughs> That's soon enough. But Good stuff. Yeah, how are y'all getting through this? I can, I'm glad you're not letting things stop you and continuing this pillar of culture and society and sanity that y'all are operating. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah I, feel I mean, like it's essential we're to me is like the supermarket because I've talked more about on YouTube than I have been outside. Oh, so. yeah. Well, I mean, we. I want to keep the phone lines open for people four one five 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 zero zero five one one just so they can come in and feel like of they. Of course, I appreciate the human contact. Oh so. well, that and just we. I want people to like you know tell us what's going on with them and what's. But media outlets are considered essential, so 
I mean, what? it's I mean it, it's saying that uh, the only thing I'm saying by keeping it open is like I don't know comedy is essential to me. I don't I didn't I don't know how essential it is to everybody else. And it's the know. only reason I, I've survived. Or long. or you know what's more essential than even comedy for me? It's it's stage time and the opportunity that. I could possibly be saying something that someone would listen to, and I want to leave that open so that we don't have to, like, be in an echo chamber of whatever Netflix makes us think about. Anyway, sure. thanks thank for calling for in, time. Shane. Thank you for the conversation. Yeah. Stay well, safe, y'all. We'll yeah. Good luck with your uh, school things. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Atkins, Ruth Shane Kim, Sam Carroll. That's pancake. It's cold in here. I'm sorry. I can get a little space heater. Oh, oh you can climb up there and close the window. Oh. But is that our ventilation right now? Oh, no, it's upstairs. Up the window is, I think, open, but you have to climb up the ladder. It's a big pain in the ass. Is that an asterisk, or is that just no, that's No, that's just, yeah. We are here. He just leapt up it like a gazelle. <laughs> you know who I'd like to, uh, speaking of master classes, I'd, uh, I'd like to watch a Steve Martin um, master class. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah oh. comics should go on in on that Thursday. So comics should go in on what? Uh, buying a subscription to master class. Oh. Because once, and I heard if you like buy one master class, you like have them all, I guess. Oh. Um, you have access to all of them. So, why not? Yeah. Go in. I on would. That. But then, if, if, if like, I'm, I'm going to log in right now, and I'm going to log in for like 30 minutes, or I'll stay when I'm out, like, they're probably going to find out if we're locking in five times. At the same time, simultaneously. I should make, I, I'm sorry, I was listening to you, but then not listening to you because I was like, oh, master class, I would teach my making pop pasta. And I was like, oh, I should make some pop pasta tomorrow. Mm. That would be fun. Well, YouTube until further notice. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, YouTube my pop, meat pop pasta now. I'm just going to make it. The people who make gourmet um, uh, commercial food, like, mm -hmm. Cheetos and and uh, Hostess Ding Dongs, they uh, they make gourmet and they're they're only on YouTube right now. They don't need a whole master class. Sam's rearranging. Who gave, who gave Sam the Adderall? <laughs> oh, if he wants to lay down. Oh. He's a bicycle messenger, so okay. he needs a rest. There you go. He's at a rest. He's at a breath from like running upstairs. Let's see if we can figure it out. There it is. Sam wow. Sam, oh. how you feeling? Feeling good? Feeling bad? You listen to Mutiny Radio. Feeling like, a, FM. feeling like a slice of butter and melting over a warm pile of flapjacks. Is that a Matthew McConaughey I'm feeling reference? pretty good. All right. I want to do a better Matthew McConaughey. Body. But I think he'd be mad eventually. Of what? Of my impression of him. When I meet him. Eventually. Oh. Eventually. Yeah, so you're just making sure Which that 
dare laugh at that. Yeah, I had a dream that I was riding a big wheel down the street in a suburban neighborhood, and a limo drives by, and it's Kevin Bacon. Yeah, see, it wasn't even Matthew McConaughey. Which, what it was era Kevin Bacon. Kevin, what era Kevin Bacon? But, but Clearly I told from Quicksilver. From Quicksilver? Hell yeah. Absolutely. I told Kevin Bacon my dream, and he was like, you know what? Just do it, man. But that's I, I think of um, mm-hmm. Tremors version of... Uh, oh, Tremors. Another phone call. Yo, Pam, can I rip, rip an absolutely ridiculous fart right now? I won't shut up. <laughs> Whoa. Should have put a mic on that. <laughs> These Colin, pants are so thin. <laughs> These pants are so thin. That was just shit air. <laughs> I have I just particles. that. I have sand food particles in my mouth. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I can't smell anything. You tell me if you smell something. I have no idea. We're infected Caller. now. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, have you guys seen Happy Feet, the movie? Have we seen Happy Feet, the movie? Yeah, of course. I haven't yet. It has to do with penguins. Pretty good movie. Yeah, solid movie. It is a, a solid movie. Uh, who's uh, Who is this? It's Aaron. Oh, it's Aaron again? Yeah. No, it's not. This is a completely separate adult man. Here, look uh, more. Just wanted to weigh in on Happy Feet. Happy feet. So well, thank you for calling. Yeah, loser. No, no get, get Pam. Get this fucker off there. Let's get Aaron back on. This guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no one's called. I didn't hear the booming. We're appreciating your call so far. What are you doing to stay sane while you're locked inside? Oh. Oh. Do we lose him? We lost him. He but he's dead. Caller. Caller, you're hey on guys, the air. Steph, I just got done watching Happy Feet. Okay, Happy Feet. Just got done watching Happy Feet. That was quick. That was a really good movie. He learned about himself. The penguin did? Did he learn he's a penguin? Yeah. thought he was a human the whole time, right? That was his deal? Did he learn how to surf? Which one is it? Which? which? That's that's not not Happy Feet. Did he have a special pebble? What's that one called? I knew I used to know a girl who liked to get dressed up as that's, a penguin and get fucked in it. Oh. So you're watching movies to stay sane while you're locked inside? Actually, I'm reading books. Good. Oh. That's what you, good. What are you reading? Reading um Happy the Shipping Dude by <laughs> Well, I didn't. I couldn't hear you over Pam's unreal joke. <laughs> what was that joke? Is in Happy Feet. <laughs> I, I, mer- I, I fucked uh, it up how she said it, but when <laughs> she said it. No, I, I'm reading uh, The Shipping News, very acclaimed novel. Uh, you know, just whatever. It just kind of gives you some, some brain What's it called? No, just to think about these big, humongous questions. What's it called? The Shipping News. The, the Shipping, shipping news. news. Who's the author? Shiro Brokeback Mountain. Who did? Oh. Yeah, the two books are amazing. Book one, the Pulitzer. Is it a sexy book? Is it a sexy book? Is there a lot of cowboy on cowboy butt sex? No, no, no. It's about family. So. Oh. Uh, it's a little about bit of butt sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what are you reading, Pam? I know you're reading more literary than I. I finished rereading um, Bill Hicks's biography by somebody else who wrote it, 
last yeah. week. And then I've been writing a lot, so I haven't been reading a lot. But I read a cookbook. And you read a cookbook? I, sometimes I read cookbooks like they're regular books because <laughs> because I, I've, I absorb the information in them and I think about the ideas of <coughs> the ratios they're putting together to make whatever they're making and then I think about other things I could do with Anyways, I enjoy reading cookbooks. Huh, interesting. So, yeah, and then I reread ones and then it, like Alton Brown has a really good one. Anyway. What is the Joy of Cooking? Is it that one famous The Joy of Cooking, is it? I would rather read if I'm gonna read like a fancy book. I'd rather read the Thomas Keller um, French French Laundry book mm. over and over because it's like I don't know, it's a good one and <laughs> the pictures are really pretty. Yeah, and it, and it makes me like think he's weird the way he puts food together. He, there's always story in his food, so I like that kind of cheeky idea. Mm. Anyway, I love French culture. Anything yeah. that like kind of takes. I feel like cooking would be a good way to do that. But anything that takes, like, French culture and puts it in that really romantic light, just <sighs> je ne sais quoi. Oh, the French laundry is amazing. It's like um, you go for lunch, and it's, like, four hours long, and it's, like, 17 courses long, and they wow. – it's crazy. And then – it's but it's it's ridiculous. It's so expensive. I, I It was, like, $714, like – for two people Whoa. With, with with paired wines and no, I mean the gratuity was of course included <laughs> it was crazy but that was I was at Thomas Jesus. Keller's restaurant in in the um in New York per se I thought it was here you, well no there. French Laundry's here but I didn't go to French Laundry I went to the sister it's the same restaurant basically it's just in New York and it's called per se same menu was I got there, to wave though? at the hmm? was he there did you see him no because he was he in was he was in <laughs> Napa but I got to wave at the live stream in the kitchen at Per Se because the guy was like, I was such a fangirl and I was just so excited about every single moment that I was there and he was like, you can come back with me in the kitchen and he let me wave at the live stream of Napa and, and I got to go walk through the kitchen and see them prepping for dinner and it was really exciting. So, yeah, I know. Wait, wait, when was this? Um, Like 2006? Long time ago. But the oh. half-life of the memory is still pretty vivid for me, so I don't mind spending that money. Yeah. Like it was – when I had my little foie gras course, this was crazy, right? So there were two different foie gras ones. One was hot and one was cold. And the cold one, they kept bringing out new brioche. So the brioche bread would come out and be toasted, and then they took it away, and then they brought back more. And I was like, why are you taking away the toast? And he says, well, it has to be warm so that the foie gras will melt. Nice. And so you can't have cold brioche. Yeah. How would you do that? And then there was a salt well-like platter, and it had like 12 different kinds of salt, and they were all in their own little cute little tiny itty-bitty cute thing with an itty-bitty spoon, and they were all different. And Oh, God, it was so great. And they like described them all. It was, it was just – I mean every detail was just like stupid and over the top. It was like going to a play just for me. So you're vegan now. Amazing. I love, I love foie gras. My favorite. Anyways, I've bored. I've bored everybody. Feed a duck? What about duck? Isn't that when they force feed a duck? No, it's a goose. Or a goose. Or a goose. Oh. Yeah, but oh. they like to be force fed. I've seen them when you not the ones. I don't. I don't agree with the ones where they take their flippers and they nail them down to the ground. I don't oh. like that. That's mean. 
But oh my god! I know that's terrible. That sounds delicious. But <laughs> but the ones I like are the ones where you ring a bell and they come running and they open up their little their little mouths and Pavlov's then loves goose. You Aww. put a little thing in their gullet and it's got it and they siphon down all this food and they're like ar, 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 and they're oh. so happy they run Good for range. it and they love it. So you force feed them at the end of their lives and then when you oh. murder them their their livers are all fatty and amazing. Oh, oh my it's at God. the end of their lives. I thought it was like from birth. No, it's just you let them be like a regular animal, and then at the end of their yeah, lives, you like feed them. feed them a lot, and then and like stuffed food in them, like like compacted in there. Mm, yeah. Ugh. And you murder them. You eat them. You know, every now and then I have like these this epiphany moments. You know, having grown vegan, walking to the supermarket now, just like a regular meat eater person, I'm fine with everything, but. Every now and then I have like these dystopia moments where I'm just going through the frozen food aisle and there's a Purdue bag of like app snack appetizers or whatever and it's a chicken wing. It's the arm of an animal and it's like this fucking tiny shriveled up weird p- miniature <laughs> mangled animal part, dude. It's just that's dystopia to me sometimes how our food comes from. Did you read the whole? They're so good, though. Have you tried them? They're so good, and that's exactly oh what's worse about them. But I'm still bought them. Did you read the whole Divergent series at all? No. Because it's all set in Chicago. No, I, yeah, I didn't read it. It's like dystopian yeah. and in Chicago. Oh my God, that's so. I was just thinking about that. Wow. Because mm. it has. I read um. I read some fucking John Green novel about Chicago, and that's like. And I was like, I could live in Chicago. Oh. Yeah, that, and now you're there. And now you're gonna die there. Just kidding. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, just I'm not, sorry. No, I'm moving away in like three months. Three months. You've just been preparing your act over there. Have you done it yet? In your in your. Uh, I'm on like draft number eight. Oh wow. It's made up of tons of jokes that I've done in the past, and I know they work. But it's at the end of the day, it's got to be twenty pages. It's got to be like a short story. It's got to be like a monologue. We'll see. Let's say I'm gonna release it as a podcast too. You know? I'm gonna release it as like a little oh, cool. audio only thing to hear on like Spotify and shit. That's great. Let's say that we stay locked down for the next three months. Where are you going in that case? I, don't, I think they would just defer my because what my unless the fringe. It all depends on the fringe. Um, but I'm going overseas for the fringe, and then I'm also going overseas for my college. So I can it makes things a little easier. Oh yeah, um, that's really smart. So I can capitalize because I can tour the show right afterwards, and that's how I can make. That's where shit could really start moving. Because yeah. you know, and I have to be in the UK. My that's what my visa depends on too, right? Yeah. So if, they, if I I can defer my enrollment to like spring 2021 theoretically, but I could not. You know, it wouldn't be. For the same reason as you know, following the fringe, if the fringe is canceled, you know, or if, right. it's po- if it's postponed at the same time, then it would be okay. But if they don't coincide, then I don't get to. You know, all the moving pieces to double come dip. together. In a way. <laughs> My cousin's in living in Edinburgh right now. Oh, how does he like it? Uh, he he's loving it. He's he's over there for college. University of Edinburgh. Yeah. That's amazing. It's a, such a beautiful campus. It's right. It's like medieval dog. It is gothic as fuck. Gothic as fuck. <laughs> That's rad. Well, <laughs> good. What? 
What are you laughing about? You were, and just so you know, Sam has figured out this strange configuration. He's like a cat. He's got like. I'm lying down right now. He's lying. He's got this weird contraption set up with the microphone. It's like dangling above him like a flaccid dick. Is Pancake still there? Yes. Yeah. Hi, Pancake. Hey. How'd you do? Yeah. Doing good. Vibing. We're just chilling. Vibing. It's all gonna be okay, or is it? This is just TikTok dancing into oblivion. What about oblivion? Let's just do TikTok dances into oblivion. <laughs> oh yeah. That's everybody. I mean, you must be in heaven because everyone can TikTok from their room. It doesn't matter. You could learn every TikTok dance that ever danced. True. True. I've only learned two, but I did learn oh, a new one. I learned a. Uh, I learned a little. A little improvisation on the old say so. Oh. I wish I could show it to you now, but you're just gonna have to imagine me doing some dope ass shit. <laughs> That's what I love about audio. <laughs> I can imagine all <laughs> kinds of dope ass shit. <laughs> what? I'm dropping the gems here, Sam. <laughs> no, don't, don't drop the veil. Oh, yeah, lifting the veil, dropping the gems. Oh, okay. <laughs> All of my all of my repeated lines come out as my diatribe is comes closer and closer to singularity. I'm saying the same thing in every in every <laughs> podcast. Aaron, Aaron, check your phone. Ooh. Oh, fuck, Sam. We can't be leaving out America right now. Uh, give him the uh, dude. IP. All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys what happens then. This is kind of fucked up, but today I recorded it's a, a dick video. Pick. What? It's a dick vid, huh? Oh. Oh, you're vomiting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fake vomited in front of some some strangers today. Oh my god! But I, but I ate a, I ate Why? this big I ate this big chocolate so my vomit would look black. <laughs> and I just oh. had kind of like a coughing fit in front of them, just fucking around. But like, they were shook. You. What time did you do this, and where were you? I love that you did this. Though. You're sick. I don't want to say where it was. You are sick though. You have you have a problem. It's fucked up. It was a crowded it was, area. It was though. a couple. What, did, and you videotaped them? Yeah, you want to see it? Yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> you are such a hooligan. Turn the volume on. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm pressing play. I have to, I don't know how things work. Give me it. Let me turn the volume. No, no, don't play. Let me Is this TikTok shit? No, this is just. Okay. Here's our TikTok, though. <laughs> Uh, he is the worst person. <laughs> that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough I know, to I come see. I didn't get that much saliva in my throat. Sam, huh? play the audio on, on the microphone. Oh, all right. Play the audio. Put it on the tip. <laughs> Was it... Was that gay porn slowed down, or yeah. or, <laughs> or Sam being a terrible human being, scaring people on the streets of San Francisco? I love it. People are like, we're going to walk around. It's no one in the city. It's so romantic. Everyone's got their cameras out, they're sh- but they're all shooting on film. Wait, they you bring one roll of film with them probably. Time to go to uh, Lombard and go down. We could be spreading it just by spitting on the sidewalk, because we won't know for two weeks if we have it or not. What are you going to do, work the sidewalk, oh, yeah. get it on your boots? 
but your boots on the chair. Lean back against the chair, take your coat off, touch your dress up. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> your the pillow, the pillow on the couch. Yeah. yeah flip the pillow over. Yeah. Bam. And then fuck it. Fuck the. Pillow. Well, it's also. Don't fuck the pillow. Well, how long? Don't fart on the pillow. I'm gonna either. find out how long it lives on a surface. It lives for nine days. That's nine? what I've heard. I've heard conflicting things. Nine days, and also what was the other one I heard? Who I think it's nine. Day. It's it obviously averages depending on the surface and the, and the coefficient of the surface. You know, surface coefficient. <laughs> Big words. You feel me, dog? Dude, they're listening. Who's listening? The coalescence of the zeitgeist, bro. Yeah. The the search engine was listening to us. The search engine was listening to us. Yeah. What did it at? What did it say? I just said, "How long does Yay, the another coronavirus?" Viewer, another audience member. I'm like, "Oh my god, why are they?" How long does the coronavirus? <laughs> and it said, "Last on a surface." Oh my dear God! Uh, you're listening to Mutant Radio FM. They have Aaron Atkins on the phone from Chicago. Donate Hello. to a hospital or us. Pancake is here. Sam is here. I'm here. We are definitely maintaining distance, but Sam did rip a huge fart that I did not smell. So mm. the poo particles are in all of our mouths. I now. don't smell it. I was lying down and my legs were spread open. You got dirty so It was so it was such an airy fart. It like barely even Air made a, it barely even made like a <laughs> like one of those. If you listeners at home would like a set of the Smellovision package from Mutiny Radio, just send it to our Venmo. Yeah, mutiny. Radio. What if you got fart jardia? Fart jardia? What, huh? what if you got jardia from a fart? Huh? What oh, then? like an airborne form of jardia? You know, you could. Yeah. You That's could, an interesting concept. You could definitely get fart pink jardia. eye. I think you could get pink eye from a fart for yeah. sure. My homie made his dog blind from farting on it so much. He got <laughs> <pink eye. laughs> That's fucked up. It's man. really mean, but the, qua- the they quantity. Just kept farting on it, dude. I've I always tried to write a joke, but it never worked about. How much actual shit little sisters have eaten because their big brothers like, oh. you know, Dutch oven them it and fart in their mouths. Yeah, but with, with the advent of ass eating, like, fart jardia. Fart j- with the advent of ass eating, though, it's, it's a little sexual to shove your little sister's nose in your anus and then, you know, pull the trigger. Like it's it's just it's like dry humping for ass eating. Wow. So it makes it kind of incestual. Before the days of ass eating. Like in the 80s and 90s, you could just ram your little sister's face directly <laughs> in between your ass cheeks. So much so that she couldn't even breathe. And then fill all the air that she could breathe just with fart. And then she inhales it because she has no other choice. She's going to suffocate. You know, and that's and that's how you end up in a mental hospital if you're a little, little sister. Little sister, yeah. But that's a question it really comes down to. How much actual shit do you eat if you're a, a big younger sibling? Okay, so coronavirus can survive on a surface for up to 24 hours. Oh, oh all right. Shit. I don't I don't believe any everything is that fake. That was the New York Times. Oh, 2 hours ago. Okay. With a revision. All right. Maybe I'll believe it. God it's not that bad. So this is this thing's a, this thing's a lot better than we thought. It's not just lurking. Lurking. Right, we can't talk about Juries it. Juries don't like the word lurking. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Our cough. Luring, luring, or That's lurking. That's a side note. Our cough. Oh. Oh, jeez. Our cough will linger in the air aloft for six feet, twenty seconds. Which makes sense. If 
it's we coughed it into the air, particles into the oh, air. Oh, he left us. We lost him. I. We lost Aaron. We bored him. We bored him to death. We bored him. Sorry. Well, I didn't mean to be the ass eater. Ass eater. I can't believe you weren't vibing with that Aaron if you're. Never. I've never eaten ass. Maybe his girlfriend. There's all kinds of things that could have happened. Can I use a lifeline? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to make a poll on uh, Instagram and, and give them some options. And then I can call someone. I can uh, call you. No. <laughs> okay. I can call. We can call somebody. Yeah, you know, you can always plug into that external cord four, too, and play a phone call. Let's Let see if some celebrities, call. like... Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. We don't have to. Celebrities numbers leaked. Twenty twenty. Oh about my that? God! You want to call? Let's call Keanu. Keanu Reeves. His number was just leaked. <laughs> <laughs> you can plug it in. I can't. No, I have a. I have a Google phone. Oh, dead air. No, well, there's music. I can hear it. Oh, it's behind us. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Give us a call. 415-550-0511. We are live on the air. We are yeah, here. Maintaining social distancing. We're all stand-up comics. You can be listening on our app. We've got a lot of fruit like here, app, right? and you shouldn't come here. <laughs> but but you should call. Citrus 415-550-0511. But uh, yeah, we're a media outlet, so we're essential. So tell us why you're essential. What's essentially keeping you alive right now? Check the uh, the chats. Which chats? The what? The chats on Facebook. I don't have the chats. No, nothing's ding ding for me. Oh, it would ding ding for you. Yeah. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Um. Yeah. Sh- Shane Kenny said the line is busy, and it's like, well, Aaron Atkins was on. That's the thing about our landline; it only has one. Yeah, I mean, we have a landline. That's exciting for the apocalypse. We could call somebody I know, but I don't. Another ass blast. You can, if, I mean, Sam, you make all your own choices as an adult. You can fart anywhere you want. I'm putting ass blast. Like I said, no sense of taste or smell, so can't. Even, even conceptualize anymore what farts used to be like. Oh, it'll be so exciting if I get my sense of smell back and the very first fart I smell, I'll be like, "Oh my god, I can smell something!" <laughs> it'll be so exciting. You'll really already exciting. be smelling at that point. Well, I life, the earth. Who knows when it comes back? Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. We're here. I wish I was more clear. That would make me clear, probably. Um, you gonna fix your microphone, or are you just gonna keep it all however you want? You know, I have a problem with San Francisco. I feel like they just fill the the apartments with like 
and they, they turn them on and off when they should be on and off. Make it look like the city's still full of people. So no one's really no one's really there. In some places, yeah. And then they just let people move out and they keep it looking like it's full and then they let the last person move out and then they can do whatever they want with the building. Um, but that's still like working with like the the people and the land that they You've have. You've lost me. Uh, developers that want to do something with the land, the property, the lot. I'm talking about Octavia and Market. They're gonna. Yeah, you know that area. I feel th there's yeah, still Christmas the lights up. Yeah. The yeah, the Christmas lights are still up in an apartment just off of Octavia on Market. And so. Why haven't they taken it down? It's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the end nice. of February, nice. the beginning nice. of March. Yeah, I mean, one time I kept a, um, I made a gingerbread house and I kept it until June. Because it, it didn't fall apart, it just got harder with age. It was so fun. I loved that gingerbread house. But that's on the inside of the house. It was on the inside of the house, yes. You didn't have Christmas lights on, on your windowsill. I suppose that leaving Christmas lights up is a waste of energy because there's no nest there's no reason to have all that extra electricity going through anything, but I don't know why why put them up and take them down. It seems like a lot of extra work for no reason. Well, you got to put Oh. In, you got to put in the Look, he's just effort. trying. He's trying so hard to get comfortable. You know what, Pam? I need to grow the largest work ethic anyone in my generation has ever had. You can do it. So I can be one of these fat cats up in the uh, ivory tower. You're off mic. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what we, you said. Something about work ethic pills they sell at gas stations. Oh, for my uh, genitalia? No, for work ethic. For work ethic. They do that now? No way, I dude. I think they also call it yerba mate. Is that five-hour energy? What is that? Yeah, five-hour <laughs> um, Let's take some, some uh, photos for the gram with these masks on. <laughs> day two into the day quarantine. Day two. Day two into the corona. I'm, I'm okay with that. We're here at Mutiny Radio. I'm not putting a mask on. Just for a photo? I'm not putting photo. a mask on. You can take one from it's the middle. It's symbolic for Pam. It's symbolic. Yeah, it's, it's symbolic. Exactly. It's the, the symbolism of not giving in. You know when I got the these masks? I bought them when there was a for fire. For $700. I bought them when there was a fire. Remember? Yeah, I do in Santa Rosa. There yeah. were two of them. There was one one year, and then there was another another year. And you're like, why would there be two fires in Santa Rosa? And then you're like, oh, have maybe it has to do with PG&E. And then it didn't. Yeah. But then they covered it up. Oh, well, PG&E has been paying enough for what they did with San Bruno. Well, PG&E is a monopoly, and what I, I thought... What did they do with San Bruno? Can you talk into the mic? There was a... Um, there was an explosion, an underground explosion in San Bruno. Yeah, a gas leak. A lot of people died. I think it was like t 
25? 50? I don't want to say. Yeah, we don't want to spread spread fake news. At least 15, I think. And then the animals that may have lived in the houses. Oh. Yeah. But it was a sudden eruption, you know? It went up like a powder keg, so I believe it was... Sorry, I believe it was uh, painless. PG&E, though, is a monopoly, and it's silly that we're allowed to have monopoly. Uh, What's wrong with you, Sam? Is his, his back hurting? He's just gonna. He's just gonna moan. He's just gonna do soft little bear sounds into the microphone. Some new ASMR. It's like a hibernation channel or something. You know. He's gonna make sexy bear sounds into a microphone. (laughs) 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 Gotta do it into the microphone for it to work. (laughs) I need a liquid for this. You want you want uh, some plastic water? Plastic water you bug. Hear it. It's afraid of all the, the food running out. We gotta we gotta hoard here. Bring your don't come here. Call in four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Your butter. Not on me, no. They were probably. Why would I have butter on me? I guess that's si- a fine question. Because you said <laughs> to, to have it last time. Yeah, I was supposed to. It's on my hand. I'm supposed to pick it up. And he brought it. He brought the bread himself. So he... This is my bread from yesterday. You wouldn't know to bring the butter today. Is that that my pot bread? That's exciting. That's really exciting. I'm going to open one of these three fortune cookies, and I'm going to see if it has anything to do with what's happening. No, they all have the same fortune. They're from Bernicier. And they say, you have STD, get tested. Oh, jeez. <laughs> let him do it. Whoa. <laughs> I I'm sorry, I lifted suck. the veil. That was... Because <laughs> then he would have opened one and it would have been like, that's weird. <laughs> I have an STD. Yeah, that, seems too, that seems too strange. Let me open another one. And Sam see needs to do stand-up so badly that he's in the... And then he would open the second one. He created his own stage He would open the second one. He would open the second one. I have an STD. Oh, shit. Now it's really real. He's right. I would have described that exact scenario. He's created his own stage in the studio. He's got he's got great lighting. That's he's chosen great lighting. Oh, let me take a picture. And he's of that. doing stand up. That seems that seems a little far fetched. Let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> Have you ever you ever been walking, right? Tell me about it. Like walking down the street. <laughs> Wait, it's not just about walking. And then you fart, right? <laughs> and then you can't you can't get a sense of how your fart smelled because you're walking faster than your fart. So you turn back around, you start walking the other way to get a good sniff at it, you know? Act like you forgot something, you pat in your paw, oh shit, what, what did I forget? But then, you realize you walked too, too far past the <laughs> fart to even smell the fart in the first place. So you gotta act like, oh, you fa- I found it, what I was missing, walk back in the other location. And then finally you can get a sniff, but it's all in vain, because you've stirred up the air too much. You know? You can't get the full smell profile. I mean, everyone else on the bus can get it, but, but, you guys <laughs> never experienced that. I've been there. I've I been miss. There. I miss As the smell. Yes. I miss the smell of my own farts very much. I do. I miss that. I will say, when they were meaty. 
Okay, I got Oh, you. I got a compliment. I got a compliment on your punchline of my joke. So I, it's officially switching. Sweet. Yeah, so thank you. You are officially in my set, Pancake. I'm officially a joke writer. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's in my set, too. He gave me the tits thing. There's a couple things I use that you gave me. And the... I don't think you ever use this, but when you you're like, when you tell a story about what would happen if you never got that baby aborted and he lived and then he died at 17 of a heroin overdose, oh, right, 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 and you right. find some silver lining in it, the silver lining could be, he's an organ donor and I needed a new liver, so it ended up oh, not working out that you've bad. You've never told me that before. That's a really good Yeah, time. yeah I told you that at, punch at uh, I remember, OMG. I remember him telling you that. I, was, I, was it back when I was still drinking? Yes. Yeah, you, you had an IPA. Oh, okay. So, and I wouldn't. Maybe I don't remember. I, did I not write it down? I'm such a jerk. If you liked it at the time, I remember. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I do like that. I will I know, get my notebook and write it down. It's times like these. 17 year old, 17 year late term abortion. It was an organ donor. Mm. I need a new liver. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Done the, and done. The island with Ewan McGregor. Can't say it that seriously, though. I can say it anywhere. Don't don't use it. your podcast voice. I can say it any way I want to say it, Sam. No, I, I think I'm taking over this bit. I think I'm gonna write it for you. Are you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're gonna take over the joke that I've already written and mm -hmm. just give me. But you probably just before read I the even started stand up, you wrote that. Oh, I wrote that 17 year late term abortion joke like five years ago, and I wasn't funny enough to make it work. And then two years ago, I just started being like, I was looking through old notebooks, and I found that joke, and I was like, holy fuck. And I, I was funny enough to make it funny, and now it's it's thing. But now it just got a new tag, so thank you. Nice. Yep. Joke workshop. I know. Even even mm. even I have things comedy. to learn. No, I have so many things to learn. I've been and I've been working harder lately. So these motherfuckers is gonna get stale out here. Not the bread, but the comedians. Yeah. Love the bay. Yeah, if they don't come in. Yeah. You know, you know what I believe after this? I've been hearing so much that. Uh, that comedy's gonna die after, you know, during this whole uh, crisis that we're having. But I, I think it, it, we're gonna have a, a resurgence in our uh, entertainment, you know? Uh, pe people are gonna wanna go out. Yeah, right yeah they're gonna this. understand what they've been missing. They're gonna go to Disneyland, they're gonna go out to yeah, live sure. entertainment, they're gonna. This is the year of the Strip arts. Strip clubs, too. I can't believe strip that clubs. They're, they're staying open. A lot of strip clubs are actually staying open. Yeah, because they're theaters. They're, oh. Yeah. Oh, there's what? I don't think I don't think they can't they've say open now. But a few days ago, when they canceled bars, that they they hadn't canceled theaters by that point. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But now they. Mark Neuer pointed that out to me. Yeah. It's like the biggest place to start with. Closing down. No, no, I mean, not at all, because there's distance. <laughs> not there's in a lap dance, there's not. No, not in a lap dance, but when they're on the stage, there's distance. Obviously, <laughs> you just have to shut down the lap dance. Imagine twerking on someone in a biohazard suit. <laughs> <laughs> right show, me, show me that ass, and you got to move the biohazard suit where the face, the clear part See, of the face I is. I thought I needed stage time, but Sam really, really, <laughs> really, really needs it. He's like... He's like a little fiend. He's like a little, like a little heroin addict. He's. No. No. Were we talking about movie sing, theaters, sing live theaters, both? Live theater, movie All theater. theaters now. Nobody. We're we're not supposed to group in like more than, at least what we learned that there was one country. They said five people. We're under five right now. We're fine. 
when did we? What did oh, we do? that's my that's my boy back now. Oh, that's Benny bags of shit. Hi, caller. You're Hello. on the air. Hello. Hey, bags. This is this is my friend Ben, Benny Bagnell from college. We were in the same fraternity together. This is the big reveal for the, for that I was in a fraternity. You're with Benny. You're with me, Pam, the radio, the owner of this radio station, and Pancake. Hey, how you doing, Bags? His name is Bags. Yeah, yeah Bags yeah, is shit. Call we call him. You can call me Anatoly Karpov. You can call me Daddy Aoli. Daddy Aoli. Daddy Aoli like was a real one. nickname. Daddy Aoli. You like mayonnaise? One. You're the main uh, mayonnaise? Uh, aioli is not mayonnaise. Yes, it is. It's homemade mayonnaise. It's a form of mayonnaise. It's a form it's of mayonnaise. It's got like herbs and spices in it and stuff, yeah, I think. He's the main mayonnaise. Ooh. It's fancy. Sam, I'm interested. Are you allowed to say that you're in a fraternity? Uh, being a, a comedian in San Francisco? Oh, I've taken that, shit that, for it for is certain. That, is that kosher? Yeah, I've, I've told a few people about the, uh, the, the hot sauce and the balls. The ookie cookie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... God, I, I feel like an okie cookie might be even better than that. The, yeah. the hot sauce on the balls is a little, a little light, a little oh soft. Yeah, remember uh, I was telling you guys about that? True stories. Yeah. I didn't know that was hazing. I thought that was just... No oh, one's using the word hazing. It's just we were out. forced to put hot sauce on our nuts. <laughs> ah, that was just a Tuesday. Oh, no, you were in a pledge. No one they're is using not, the word hazing. And they're not saying any specific things, so they're not incriminating their brethren. So no worries. But you are, uh, thanks for calling in to MutinyRadio.fm in San Francisco. Where are you calling from? Of course. Uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Yeah. Wow. The windy city. Oh. <laughs> That's we had Chicago call yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, what's up? Well, we got, I, I was, I was, uh. The podcast, the podcast we're doing right about? now, the, the theme of it is don't talk about coronavirus. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I don't need, I don't want to hear the word. I'm so sick of it already. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only uh, uh, disease that you can spread just by saying it. Yeah, right. <laughs> spreading the mind. The, 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 oh, pancake, mind that burn. joke might go viral. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're just we're just hanging out here in the studio, keeping our social distance. Tell tell us anything other that we just we anything other than the Lord Voldemort in the room. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I was gonna ask, are you guys six feet apart? But then I bit my tongue. We um. Let's see. What have I been reading recently? Okay. So um. I recently had this thing. So. My so I have my friend, right? So this this is someone related to the uh, to the whole coronavirus thing, but not really. Um. So he's shipping. So I have like a bunch of stuff in North Carolina. I have an apartment in North Carolina that I was living in. I had to relocate to here. So I have my buddy going to my apartment. He basically broke in by climbing through a second-story window. Who was it? Um, which Why did nice. you break into your apartment? To, to, like, pack up some, some of my clothes and stuff and, and ship it to me. In North Carolina? Yeah, this was Bernstein. Oh, Jesus. You can't ask yeah. him to break into some how, place. How the cops. he climbed up into a second-story window is beyond me. It probably took him two um, hours like a sloth. Yeah, I mean, the, the saying that Jews can't climb, I guess, is not true. Um... I've heard that saying. I know. Yeah, I've heard the that Jews saying. can't it's climb. It's a thing. I thought there's actually a plant called a climbing Jew. Whoa. There's like, <laughs> isn't there? The climbing. Now you're just <laughs> being anti-Semitic, <laughs> that's, 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 that's an ironic <laughs> plant. That's a, that's a, that's a, yeah. Um, okay, sorry. Anyway. So your friend breaks into your house in a town that you're not to send you clothes? Yeah. Okay. On my request. On my request. <laughs> oh, I asked God. him to do this. Um, 
which was fine. I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't catch any heat from my neighbors or anything. They didn't give me any shit. I can curse, right? That's yes, okay. you can Have swear. We're, we are FCC free, you dude. Can, you can fuck swear all day long. Okay, uh, cool. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I didn't catch any shit from any of my neighbors, um, so that's good. Anyway, he, um, he has the gall, the, the absolute gall, to then send me a picture of him sitting on my couch, uh, bare naked, just bare ass, only a t-shirt on. Sitting on my couch. Shirt cocking. And he thinks it's, Shirt cocking. And he thinks it's funny. He thinks it's funny. That is funny. That is funny. It's, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, I'm not going to be in that apartment for, I don't know, two, three months now. Who knows, right? Uh, and there's just going to be like just, just, just another man's bare ass. In yeah, it's going to fester. Couch. It's going to grow its own microbiome, and it's, it's not going to recognize your bare is, ass the, the next time you do it. To, the dust is going to collect in the crevice that his that – his, he didn't take a shit bear. on your couch. He might have farted on your couch. It's funny that you're mad about this. That's what's funny about it. I'm, I am so upset. And the thing is, like, if I did it to someone else, it would be hysterical. But the fact that it was done unto me uh, is, is just is, is mortifying. What was so, so important about these clothes? Um, I just don't have any clothes. Oh, okay. I'm, like, back at my parents' house. And so oh. Like, his, favorite, his favorite T-shirt from a basketball tournament in 2010 was missing. Well, I'm yeah, sure that th- that's actually at his parents' house. Like, that's where that's hidden. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't know Benny Bagnelli. No, I have He no, keeps them in the rotation. Okay. They are not on injured reserve. Well, Pam, you're not wrong. Those are kind of the only things I've been wearing. So. Right. That's the thing. When you go visit your parents' house and you don't have any of your own clothes, there's just all this stuff from, like, weird old years past. And you're like, oh, my God. Th- what is th- – why are you even keeping this kind of stuff? I don't know. I haven't – Yeah. I, I'm wearing like eighth grade graduation T-shirts and yeah. old gym class shorts. It's it's not fun. Right. So so now you're bags. You get you getting any pussy with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with the eighth no, grade basketball I, I'm, shorts. No, I'm preparing for a dry streak for for the ages. Hey, you know there's a comic in San Francisco now that only goes by Will Brown because I introduced him as Will Brown one time. And it was his first. It was his first time doing comedy. It was comedy. his first time doing comedy. And I didn't know who the fuck he was, so I was like, eh, "It's Will Brown, everybody." And now his stage name is Will Brown. Every time he goes up, that's great. Yeah. Have you Have you learned his real name, or is he just no, Will Brown? No, literally no. He's Will Brown. Okay, that kind of scares me. This guy's trying to escape something. This guy committed a murder. No, he used no. to shoot gay porn. No, dead no, ass. No, he used to shoot gay porn. It, he um. He actually, right before the festival, he was like, he gave me his real name and his contact info, and he said, if there's like a nerdy comedian who needs a place to stay, I happen, I happen to have two apartments right now, and I can help the, I can help the person out, and so I um, had have that contact. I would, I would shoot a gay porn with that guy for an apartment I in the city right now. You gave you me the me? look like, why didn't you tell me? I don't have to tell you everything. I can so <laughs> convenient. It's so convenient. You give me the... Like, I'll go gay. I'll do, I would go gay for an apartment in the city. Uh, yeah, if we all make choices. How it's great. long? How long would you do Do like that? five minutes max. At but a I can time. Make, I can make another man come in five month? minutes. Five minutes a month? No, one time single offer fixed cost. Not a variable cost. You feel me on that echo, econ joke, bags? I got that. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd only go gay for five minutes. That's that's not a very good like exchange, though. Right? I'd also do it for once? the for that for then on, I'd refer to myself as bisexual, so I could get booked on shows. <laughs> See, now that's a good idea. That makes sense. I got mad at someone once because 
um, they were on an underwear show and I didn't feel like they were really wearing their underwear. And I was like, I wouldn't go on a gay show and say that I was gay. You have done that. I've seen you do that. Wait, what's an underwear show? Or when you only <laughs> perform in your underwear. And so a girl I was wearing a girl was wearing a uh, bra underneath her like wife beater top and she was wearing boxers. And I said, you are not – this is an underwear show and you are not wearing underwear. I don't think that you should be able to perform. That's not fair. You should have to take off your T-shirt or take off the bra. Because it's just not fair. What's the you idea behind that? You just like bear it all, and you, you yeah, tell jokes in your underwear. That's it. Huh. Okay. That's <laughs> funny. I like that. <laughs> you confronted her on that. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. She actually has a Netflix special now. So <laughs> anyway, that was. Oh, that was that was different. That's not a famous person. This is a person who's famous now. But I'm not going to name drop because I don't want to. Air my, I, my you don't want to plug them because they didn't wear their fucking boxers. That's <laughs> fucking, they don't deserve the extra fans. Oh, they already have enough. Uh, so what does your bag's friend do? What do you do? He's in school. You tell him. Yeah, I'm still in school. Oh. Uh, I think I'm in year six now. So cool. I got I got like two more months, and uh, and then I'll be done. He's the last one uh, in our pledge class crossed. to graduate besides me. Yeah. I'm dead last in it. Ah. Right? Yeah, I think so. Did Bernie graduate? He did. Wow. With a degree in being a fucking chode. That's a DC? I mean, I've heard of a BA, but... A degree in chode? A degree DC? in chode, sure. A BADC? Uh, <laughs> well, dude, wait. I think I just found some cross-country skis that someone put out on the trash thing. I'm taking these. I found golf clubs. I found golf clubs in San Francisco. A full set strewn about a street up in Pacific Heights. Someone had a bad morning. No, it was like, it, it honestly, like, it, it, I never played golf again. God damn it. It was either, yeah, it was either that <laughs> or, but it bore the resemblance of like an, a girlfriend who had just found out her boyfriend was cheating on him and she oh. just tossed the clubs out of the second story window. No. Tenderloin yard sale. And I took them. I took uh. the clubs. They're actually in here. They're in the studio. You're the one who, I thought the, I thought those that Zach Wiseman brought those. No, those are mine. your, you, yeah. that's, a, that's your shit you're leaving here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, that's your shit. Yeah, that's my shit. Yeah. Sam, <laughs> watch out. Pyam, watch out. He's like a parasite. <laughs> well, no, it's just that I hate it when people He's leave their shit in. in my place. It's and a good <laughs> spot. It was like tucked away. Uh, no, I, and so is it. And it's great when all kinds. You're gonna just, thank you're, me when the zombies no, come, Pam, and we're bashing their fucking heads off. With and my I, that's what I was hoping iron. they were. That's what I was hoping they were there for. But when that's the thing is, you're just one person. But what if some other one person goes, "Well, I'm gonna store this here," and then some other one person says, "I'm gonna store this." Suddenly, yeah, there's uh, ten one people all storing. An answer. And ten people's shit is no good. Ten people's shit is ten free things for you. I don't want your free things. People give me books, and I'm like, I don't want these books. I go put them on the corner of the street. The those are good though. The the golf clubs are useful for the zombie apocalypse. I've been so leaving them here. here too. What'd you leave here? I, I I've been leaving dollar bills. Oh, dollar bills are great. Yes, please leave dollar bills. That's great. I uh, love that. Okay. That's fine. I can take them back. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no! Don't take those back, please. So there we go. But so no he's going to graduate two months, huh? Mm-hmm. Even fingers with crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, I mean, we'll the whole, are you going to graduate even with the the Voldemort? What's going around? Dude, I mean, I, I it it seems like uh I don't know maybe it, they might do like a virtual thing, so I might have to make like a sim character, <laughs> walk him across the stage like a virtual stage. We'll see. Oh my god! Oh, that'd be crazy if there, there was virtual graduation. Dude, I wish. You could probably get a good uh, commencement speaker if they agreed to do it virtually. 
right? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. could get you could get Tupac. You could get you, virtual Tupac. Yeah. To give yeah, your yeah. Like commencement whoever speech. Whoever the gorillas are, let's just have the gorillas, the band. Oh, yeah. that's great. Or MF yeah. Doom bags. MF it's Doom. It's so funny because we're playing them in the background. And did you know Wait, that? Wait, MF Doom's a real person, that? Sam. Yeah, but he wears the mask all the time. Yeah. MF Doom and Bane. How, that, that's a that's a remix. There's a joke there somewhere. There's something there. Are you? Do you do stand up? Did was Sam funny in college? Uh, Sam was funny in college. Did he do? Um, did he do hooligan things? Did he break things for no reason and put stickers on constantly. things that he shouldn't? Constantly. He was making a constantly. scene at lots the restaurant. Of, lots of hijinks. Lots of there was a whole lot of hijinks going on for sure. Coughing and throwing up in front of strangers to oh, scare I mean, them I'll in the I'll city. I'll send you this video, bags. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think you sent that to me earlier. Yeah, but now you can keep it forever. Okay, well, because you just like Snapchatted that. it earlier, so it only lasts for ten seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Did they give you the dirtiest look in the world? Oh, uh, they, their pants were shit, but I also got out of there pretty quickly because it was right outside of a drop. Like a yesterday, yesterday somebody told me that coughing is like the new N-word, and I and I and Whoa. I felt like that's very true. Yeah, I believe I, it. Yeah. In these times that we are living in. Yeah. Have you cough. <laughs> he mentioned it. Every time he met anybody mentions it, I'm gonna honk the horn. Do you have assignments to complete? Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay, I was wondering. Well, we are Pam now. I have horn. a horn. She I have does it when there's one minute left in someone's set. Yeah, it's a thing because it's radio and we do stand-up and a lot of the programs I run are more learning-based. I honk a horn at a minute so people know what a minute feels like so they can't run. Because running the light is a huge problem for a beginning comedian and especially the first time they go up at the punchline, if they run the light, it is going to be You're so fucked. long before they get up a second time. They do not want you to run the light on your first time. That's interesting. Have you cut people off like 15 seconds before they hit their line? I would and, never like, cut anybody off, but later I'll tell them, uh, like, be like, lay, listen to your set and see how long you ran the light. Or it's just important to know what a minute feels like. Because a lot of people like hear the horn or they'll get the minute light and they'll just wrap it up really quickly and they'll do like 15 seconds. But it's like, and that just you totally ruins the bit. Well, it can, or you just have to figure out. Like, I have a trick. Whenever I get the light, I, I know exactly what two jokes are a minute. Like, and I just close it out with those two jokes, and that's just the way I roll. But, you know, there's all kinds of – it's just sometimes the problem is that people want to end on a laugh. And if you don't know what joke you're going to end on and you have a minute left and you're trying to wrap something up and you're trying to make them laugh and they don't laugh, you want to end on a laugh, so you try to tell them something again to make them laugh. But now you're running the light, and it gets like, oh, no, no. And you're, like, digging yourself a hole <laughs> that you can't get out of. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyways, I think I would just fart into the mic if I ever got into that situation. I panicked, and I was trying to end on a laugh. Fart, on, fart into the mic? Yeah. Yeah, you just rip one off real quick, and then there you was get a, girl a couple who could chickles, queef, you know? there, there was a girl who could queef on command, and she used to do it at the brainwash, and she'd get up on the, she'd get up on the <laughs> counter, and she'd queef, and she'd put the microphone there, and she's like, that would be a thing. It was part of her set. It was very funny. Everybody knew her for it. And she died from it? No, there, uh, you can't die from queefing. She Does just she still do that act like five years she later? Moved, well, she was only here for the summer because she was in school in, in New York, and I think she still lives in New York and still does comedy. She was out here again for a while, and she was doing shows with Zach Wiseman, but that he's kind of disappeared now too. So anyway, so what are you going to do after you graduate, Mr. Bags? I have zero plans. I was actually talking with Sam about that today. I'd like to come out west. I, I've, I've been on the East Coast my entire life. I'd like to switch things up a little bit. Yeah, he's thinking about coming to SF. We already got one. Harry's coming out here. He is. Yeah. He is. 
I can't, I can't live with him. Seattle though, that would just be painful. Our, our, ex, our, ex mayor, our ex mayor who died said, um, hey, if you're not going to make $80,000, please don't move to San Francisco. That's what Ed Lee said. Ed Lee said <laughs> that. I'm not going to be making $80,000. Ed Lee said that, that um, about. He said that in like 2015. He said, "If you don't make eighty thousand dollars, please don't move to San Francisco. You can't afford to be here." What okay. the fuck? Yeah, right. I know, and I'm living here for so much less. But yeah, it, it's really it's expensive here. Is the point? And who knows what's gonna happen with the, <laughs> the comedies? <laughs> no, with the thing I'm that he, um, he should not be named. Who yeah, knows what's gonna yeah. happen? How can anybody make money? I. Yeah, it was going to be all sorts of new industries that are going to pop up. Uh, streaming, Twitch, video games, yeah. all that jazz. But we're, de- we're definitely going to move in that direction, I think. And it's going to make people a lot more antisocial. And then when the, this whole thing's done with, they're going to be like, I kind of like when I was at home all the time. Just going to turn into a big Black Mirror episode? Well, yeah, this well, is the beginning of um, it's the Wally already. movie. This is like the pre-Wally, like before the Wally movie happens when the humans oh, are 100%. just starting to... I've already, I think I've already gained like 12 pounds because I'm just eating all day. Because you're just sitting, yeah. Yeah, you just sit and eat. You have nothing else to do. You're just bored, so you eat. <laughs> are you not going outside? God, uh, well, actually, I'm outside right now. This is the first time I'm going outside in two days. Oh, good for you. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Yeah. No. Do you playing any golf? Are the are the clubs still open? Ah, uh, I'm sure they are. They should be because you definitely yeah, have social distance. Yeah, you distance. definitely have social distance <laughs> when you when you're playing. <laughs> Especially if you're chipping them into the rough. It's a rich um, man's you'd sport. You'd think, you'd think, but people just aren't aren't smart, and everyone's bugging. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Rushing. I'm to kind the of beaches. I'm kind of into the whole uh, uh, virus thing. I, I, I've been saying for a while now we need to like we need to we need a good purge. I mean this isn't like a new thought or just anything. Just thin the but population out. Yeah, exactly. Just like if we out. just cut off like the oldest thirty percent, I don't know how old you guys are, but we just like slice off the top thirty percent. That's so good for everyone. Shit. It would solve so well, much. Well and shit. I was saying I was saying to Sam today that when everybody's parents die, a lot of people will be happy because they'll get so much money. They'll be inheriting houses and cars and I mean, the stocks that they had are obviously in the shitter, but everything else they Those get after they die is pretty nice. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm screwed because my parents already sent a letter to me and said they reversed mortgaged everything so they could go on this uh, cruise to Greece for like a month and a half, which they already did, which was great. Oh, yeah. And good for them. Absolutely. I'm 100% down with that, that they reverse mortgage things. Or like, And they were like, Pam, Pamela, you're not going to get anything. And I was like, yeah, 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 great. Spend all your money. You earned all your money. I don't fucking want your money. I'm a Marxist. I don't believe in passing things down from generation <laughs> to generation. Fucking use it. Go to Greece. It's a fun place. So, But all the other people will be so stoked because all their people over 70 that had all the money and all the shit are going to be like, oh, look, I got a new Victorian home on fucking Folsom Street. You have no resentment towards these people? None? I, have you? How long have you been hanging out? I have resentment toward everybody. Who's but that's shooting <laughs> no, blindly, the way it's being dispensed. We don't know who's going to get hit, you know? This you know, not good. Not a good. weird, a weird thing that's fucking California's economy right now is the fact that if if your parents pass you down a house, you still pay the same property tax on it that then your that your parents did. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't like refresh. So if your parents bought a house in like 1990 and you're paying 1990 property taxes and they give you that house, if, even if it's in San Francisco or wherever, you still pay the 1990 property taxes. Isn't that if like, it's passed like down uh, through parents, maybe not the 1990 property taxes, but. 
but well, I, no, I, but it's I, when you. I lock think you in, when you lock in your mortgage, you that's you. When they. That's when you do it. Well, it th- then, but I think the rates are determined based on the original mortgage. And most, like, if your parents... But Prop 13, that was a California thing. Prop 13 made it so that the property taxes didn't go up at certain times in it. Yeah. Like, to help all the people who already had... But it's fucked because California's generating, like, not as much property tax revenue as they could be. Right. I thought Prop 13 was weed. No, that... was 69. (laughs) I don't remember all the numbers. But I remember Prop 13 when I was little had something to do with property taxes. Uh. And, um... Well, no, I just... Rich, rich people passing things down to rich people. That's that's how everyone will be super happy and they'll have all that stuff. Yay. Those people aren't going to be affected by this thing. They're going to be indoors, locked in a hyperbolic bubble. Uh, <laughs> no, um, not hyperbolic. <laughs> yeah, I like hyperbolic <laughs> bubble. That's actually a good band name. Hyperbolic <laughs> bubble. <laughs> I like it. That's a good one. No, it was a, it was a hyperbolic echo bubble. Hyperbolic echo chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I like. So, what are you gonna do? You don't know. You have no idea what you're gonna do after you get your big degree that you've worked on for six years. You have no. Yeah, I really have like zero plans. I don't know what I want to do. I don't really have any grand ambitions. Um, (laughs) I'm not sure if I'm supposed to feel guilty about that, but you know, I'm just kind of. We'll figure it out. It's okay. You're yeah. Like there's nothing, there's no burning desire of something that you're like, okay, this this no, is finally it. done. I want to do. Like <laughs> Benny Bagnell in, in college. Benny Bagnell in college had a startup called Espresso, which was caffeinated peanut butter. <laughs> and he tried to get it to launch with with. It was from an, yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, well, it wasn't peanut butter. It was uh. <laughs> it, it was basically like caffeinated, uh, spreadable like dates. Dates. Um, so it was sweet. Yeah. So it was what? It was sweet, like dates. I gotcha. You know, it's supposed to be sweet, but it wasn't sweet. It tasted like shit, and that's why I didn't really oh. take off. When, in college, um, when I didn't have money, we used to take coffee grounds and put it in vanilla yogurt and just eat it straight because we didn't have time to make actual coffee. So we did just, I get you buzzed? Did you get like Yeah, absolutely, because you're just eating coffee. <laughs> that's fucked. That does not seem like it's good for your stomach. No, of course not. Or but your you, biome. Got, you got caffeine and it worked out. Just just mixing stale milk and coffee grinds. Pan- nice. Pancake over here, Bags, wants to steal Tom Brady's poop because he wants to gain access to his microbiome. I like that plan. Yeah. That's like that's like right out of the movie Ted. They're Ted too. Oh really? What? They yeah. steal oh, they steal Tom Brady's sh- poop? No, they steal his semen. Oh, oh yeah. that's like my joke. Yeah, Pam Pam Whoa. saying. I was saying that Tom Brady should have quit the Patriots long ago and just been jizzing into a cup so that we could make a billion like Tom Brady's. Like a Kentucky Derby horse? Like Barbara? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like fucking taking it and sending it out to all the women. Like, there's gotta be the next president in that ball sack. There's some NASA scientist in there. There's probably a couple more football players. There's, some, there's 30, definitely some 30 child molesters. Some supermodels. Yeah. Definitely a child molester or two. I mean, I just because you're talking kids. about just the <laughs> cross-section of every Tom Brady baby. I mean, there's gonna be some weird shit in there. What's good with what's good with Brady leaving? What's your take on this? Well, I I, I hate Tom Brady with a, with a burning passion and everything New England sports. Um, so good is know. that it? Is it just gonna, good? I think he's gonna move out your way. I think he's gonna go to L.A. L.A. or um, S.F. Is he, L.A. or Tampa Bay seem to be the two. What about the 49ers? Isn't he too old to keep playing, or is he already like a AI bot? 
He, I think it's more so that. I think he's just like indestructible at this point. He's not even a real person. He's like he's like a Tupac hologram. That's why nobody can t- can like sack him or whatever because he's not real. Yeah, every he's off not- season he just like blood dumps and and gets a new arm from some like <laughs> African child soldier and they beat it up and they put it on him and he's just a cyborg of all these bits and pieces. African child forever. soldiers do have very muscular arms. AK-47s well, are a heavy weapon. Big AKs all day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Be- Benny, if you don't have a commencement speech given to you at the end of all this, uh, you should lis- listen to um, Sunscreen, which is a commencement speech. Oh, yeah, speech. uh-huh, but above all, wear sunscreen. It talks yeah. about flossing, too, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. It's that's a who ma- gave that? It's a it's a fun little. They put music behind it too. It's a very popular YouTube. You can listen to it if you want. If you want. We're um coming it's up next. I'm so excited screen? that he's here at eight o'clock. Is Bear T of Pop Off came to play oh music and um keep media alive here at MutantRadio.fm. And for just to tell people timestamp, it's um St. Patrick's Day, three seventeen twenty twenty. We're with Pancake Sam Carroll. Mr. Bags on the phone. We're rolling up heavy splits right now. And uh, I'm Pam Benjamin. We're hanging out, and we're we've been podcasting to try to not talk about that thing. And uh, yeah, keeping alive here at Media because we we found out we looked it up on the on the city. The city said it's okay for media outlets. We are essential. An essential business. Being an essential business is uh, enter like media, entertainment, news, whatever. This is. I just want this to be news about anything except the news. Fake news. We're a fake news media outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we get pretty close, but yeah. We we rim the we rim the truth. We don't stick our tongues in it. Guess to the no one wants to actually eat the truth. No one can handle the truth. No one can handle the truth. It it smells like shit. The truth. <laughs> always like shit. Listeners don't want to listen to the truth. Uh, clearly. They do, they. I want to hear some weird. You're I think they'd rather listen to a description of another man eating another man's ass than li- listening to the truth, right? <laughs> or anyone. I would. Any, any I would. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think the word queef should be onomatopoeic, Bags? Say that again? Don't you think the word queef should be onomatopoeic? Doesn't that mean that a queef would sound like, like queef? Yeah, it should, just sound like, it should just sound like... Queef. <laughs> queef. No, but it like doesn't. It, a queef doesn't sound like queef. A fart. Well, if you were to onomatopoeia a queef, that would be like a. <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That we, that's what we should just exchange that word for. It'd be tough that's to spell I, it. I, yeah, I agree. Well, I wonder what the etymology of the word queef is. That's good. We can we can look it up. You ever think about how much more words we'd have if we didn't have to spell them all? But we're not supposed to. There's some say that the truth of language is actually when it's pictorial, so that the the closest, like. Language to truth would be, you know, the hieroglyphics or emojis. Emojis, emojis work in all language. It's the same thing. Who was the kid the other day? Oh, you weren't there. It, I was on the bus, and these other skate, the skateboard army was talking, and this kid was talking about like, oh, we don't have A, B, C, D anymore. We have square, triangle, rectangle, circle, because anybody can understand. I think you're talking about a video game controller. Maybe, but it was it was that it was universal. It's a language that's universal because everyone has a square and everyone knows what a triangle is, but not everybody knows what an A, B, C, or D is. And I was like, whoa. And then I was thinking of the same thing, is that em- emojis are a language that can transcend 
our individual languages. So you can send it's emoji. Tower of Babel. Right. Okay, I have the etymology of uh, a queef. queef. Okay. Uh, it had a spike um, in the 1800s. Okay, well, that was because of the food. It dipped <laughs> until 1850. It had a hiccup, and then it had a cough <laughs> in the uh, in the uh, 1875 era, and then 1990 it dips. But then it spikes. No, not the 1900s. Sorry. That's its usage. But where did it come from? Like, oh. so etymology is the derivation of the word. Word. So like. Well, well, well Mar- Martha Washington was well known for having a terrible queef. So that's in the history book somewhere. That's gotta be there. That's a little side note. Maybe in italics. I would say that queef probably didn't come into existence until like 1920. The the origin it says on Google says 1990s. Probably imitative. Huh. Imitative. So what you're saying, onomatopoeia. But yeah, it doesn't sound like queef. Maybe maybe a queef <coughs> is like a squeaky one. Like queef, queef, queef. You say it like that. Queef, 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 queef. <laughs> Zest. <laughs> like maybe just there were smaller vaginas back then, and just the sound had to go through a smaller tube, well, so it just made a higher pitch. That like actually makes queef. sense because babies, people were smaller. So people I wonder if babies were smaller. Yeah, so and malnourished because they were just eating and corn and paste. They, all the women were younger that were having babies. I'm True, assuming, smaller so vaginas, smaller, smaller queefs. Vaginas, oh no, we're talking about above age historically. Yeah, 1800s. in this hypothetical world. Well, no, still I mean they used to have. I mean, you could get married at 14, right? Or what's that? What was the, the age of consent in Oklahoma? <laughs> you could get married at nine if your tits were big enough. <laughs> Not legally. <laughs> I mean, I guess. What do you mean legal? If we're going far back enough. Like, as far as back as marriage goes. Like, where one woman's locked to another man. Okay. Newborns get, get married. But then oh, they well don't... I guess, well, they're promised. Or they don't have yeah. sex with the newborns until they're, like, you know, like, toddlers at least. Oh, my God. Stop, <laughs> stop it, Sam. Okay. Just spreading misinformation. Um, everything that comes from your face. Etymology uh, of queef, a variant of Scottish and Northern English, quiff. A oh puff God. of wind. That Whiff, is a that is onomatopoeic. Quiff yeah. is onomatopoeic. <laughs> so now you have your answer. That's not even. There's no. But there's no separate. There's no like. Os, there's no oscillation of the lips and quiff. It's just one exhale. It's just quiff, quiff. Okay, you, <laughs> have, you yeah. have your you answer. Have you, you have your magical etymological quiff. answer. We have ten minutes left. To if drop you hold the down gems. the F for a long time too, it's a really long quip. quiff. Quiff. Oh, I didn't turn your on. What? Jack Kerouac. As, as in, like the. He doesn't the have the. You have to turn it on. The writer. Oh no, he, Benny could hear him. Oh, you could hear him. Okay. Yeah, Kerouac the writer. Yeah. I can't hear you, but when he said. Was he the was he the acid trip guy like the the, yeah, the, the, the what do they call that group?
ten, ten minutes, ten minutes left to, 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 to drop, to, to run the jewels. <laughs> but I would share some chicken soup. Sha what, what about chowder? Share like a couple chowders. With who? Anyone? I've, I've, been giving, I've been giving the questionably housed shorts on my cigarettes, but I'm not taking shorts from anybody else. Are you balancing the lip part like in a nice spot so that it's not ground touching? Or are you like no, I, when I'm walking down the street, I hand oh, them to hand people. Oh, you hand them. Oh, that's, that's, so, that's very nice of you. I don't drop them on the ground. So I don't know. <laughs> some, if there's no one around and you're like, I'm not going to smoke this whole cigarette, but I don't well want to no, carry I it around. Until I you carry it around until you give it to someone? Well, no, people are constantly. I've oh been yeah, in a tenderloin. tenderloin. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> people are constantly asking me I for my cigarettes. And so instead of giving, they say, oh, you got an extra cigarette? And I'll say, you, you can have shorts. And they're like, oh, thanks. And will they stick around and you'll smoke the cigarette and maybe talk to them for a little bit? Not a good way to meet people. I'm right? just busy. I'm yeah. walking to where I'm going. You don't need a cigarette to meet anybody in a tenderloin. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. <laughs> That's true. They talk, talk back. Yeah, we're definitely meeting our neighbors, friends and neighbors on the street. I've been seeing less questionably uh, housed people. Because they're, they're getting... They're tucked away now. I think they're in shelters now. They gave them uh, hotel rooms and shit. I think you know what? Honestly, I don't know. They could have taken him away to. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them have dogs. And if people have dogs, they can't take them places like that, so it's not fair in animals of some kind. The street folk have dogs? Of course, yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a good form of protection if you live, you know, because no one's watching your shit. You either have, like, and whenever the police come to try to clean you up, like, maybe the police aren't cleaning up right now, which is nice. Maybe DPW would say, like, oh, this isn't a necessary thing to do. But, um, if, like, if you have your tent, you can't leave your tent during the day. Like, someone will take it away or go through and take your drugs or your meds or your clothes or whatever you have. Yeah. So if you, you know, have a dog, but then you'd have your dog with you. It's, I mean, I'm sure it's just very difficult to live on the street. I haven't done it, so. The La Quinta uh, takes dogs. Well, that's good. Yeah, I'll have to make a public service. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather stay on the street than go to a La Quinta. <laughs> now sponsoring. No, we're not sponsoring anything. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, I'm so you know, it's the end times. So I'm allowing us to smoke spliffs in here. Oops. Have you so with these street people, because there's apparently tons in San Francisco, have you actually ever met a, like a like a like a homeless person out there who's like an ex Google engineer or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> I've really? been at Stanford. I haven't met him, but I I know a guy who does this magazine where he, he takes pictures of homeless people and then he gives the proceeds to them and he runs it's a magazine and he interviews this guy he's a Stanford graduate but he lives on the street now and he took a bunch of acid and he does oh well I mean like I mean like not all he, it sounds like a really intelligent guy I'm sure 
sure the butcher's guy. Yeah, no, I'm I sure he is. I'm sure many of them are. I have a buddy who's homeless right now, and he's addicted to heroin. And um, he was a he has a chef degree, and he's a really funny stand-up comic. Yes. He's one of the I think he's the funniest comic in San Francisco, honestly. But you know, he has a problem with heroin, and so it's really hard for him to maintain a residence. And he lives where he can live. Right, well, because he was painting outside. He's also a painter. He's not just a stand-up comic. And so he'd, like, be outside and paint. And then it sort of becomes a crazy person. But he wasn't, a he wasn't a Google exec or anything. He wasn't like, you know, he right. traded his fortune to live on the street. I think he could understand the pain of heroin. Yeah, I know. Heroin's a hell of a drug. <laughs> it fucks you up. I know um, Berkeley students who constantly come out of there and go homeless. Oh. Because they're trying to make it where they graduated, right? But they don't want to go back home, you know, independence and all that. The American dream. And then live on the street with, sure. In a car, in the parking lot of the university they some people say that you can't be a real stand-up comic unless you've lived in your car for a while. Oh, Ooh, I've, I've done that. Yeah, that I one. believe that. Check yeah. that one off the I list. I had the nicest car probably. Oh, well, you had a van. Uh, yeah, van. you lived in the van. It was, it was luxurious. Lucky. It was pretty big. I live in a sports car. <laughs> uh, why did you stop doing the van thing? I started taking too many shits because I, to I had to eat more to supplement my calories that I'm burning. Ah. Uh. So just the shit frequency went up, and you know, it was mostly From a toy. It, it was Is that what you mean? It, yeah, uh, yeah, because I'm a bike messenger. Mostly Are your legs just pistons right now? Back, back's fucked. But yes, uh, yeah, I got I got some tunnels in there for sure. I got hit by a car. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah, you sent me pictures from the hospital. Oh so yeah, it was like yeah, day yeah. four of the oh, job. Oh, we corresponded right? throughout that. Oh, that's good to know that you were there for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking. Big hole in my leg. You made a big point the day before telling me how you were riding a fixie, no brakes, all this stuff, and the next day you were pinching needles. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how it went. But you didn't yeah. break anything, right? I didn't break anything, and I've only been hit by like a few more cars since then. So. <laughs> only a few cars. Just a few. Stuck them all. You get hit. You get hit more often. You think you went in another city just because the cars are more quiet out there? No, I don't really. Electric? I don't really come into contact with cars anymore. I figured out a way to uh. avoid them, but uh. People? No, no, no. I've never hit a person before. Um, but yeah, sometimes I, I'll run into cars. That used to be my problem when I was first starting out. Because I'd look behind me in traffic to see if I was going somewhere and the person ahead of me would break. And then I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to slow down and stuff. So I just ran right into their back. And then, keep, and then they would stop. And then I would pedal around them to like leave the scene. What I pretty much described a hit and run. But... <laughs> No damage. No damage. There yeah. we go. Well, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> no, stay away from all the damage. Uh, thanks for calling us. We've got to wrap up this non-corona. Oof, I said it. Oh. It's fine. We made it this far. We made it this far. We the did whole it. point of the podcast was to not talk about it. We I know. We did good. it. We did yeah. a good job. We talked about anything but. Yes. 
around it. We talked around That's it. That's good. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for calling Thanks in. For calling Thanks for in calling back. And uh, ha- yeah. I hope that you figure out what you want to do with your future. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna be out in San Francisco. In a yeah. Month or two, just make more than eighty thousand. So. You'll be fine. And yeah, <laughs> p- p- just pick up stand-up comedy. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It, I can I mean, make over eighty thousand doing that right off the bat. Right? Yeah. Easy, yeah. dude. Stand up comedy yeah. is easy. Yeah. It's just you. Yeah. You're in and you're famous. <laughs> just like that. You just have to like to do it. That's all. Thank you for calling. Bye. We're gonna say goodbye. Say goodbye to you. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Uh, coming up next is Pop Off with Bear T. It's gonna be a great show. We're gonna head out of here. And but thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, we I was doing this instead of Bug House Square tonight because Sean is. He interacts with, I know it's the number one show on the station. Bug a hell of listeners then. Uh, yeah. What's up, um, listeners? So, I know, number one show on the station, Bughouse Square. He doesn't feel comfortable coming in because he delivers food to an old person, and he doesn't want to contaminate oh anyone or interact. He's Those a good guy. Those are the heroes we need right now. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm like, I don't see old people or children, so we're running the station. See you tomorrow for AltaCast and some Call Me Tim. Bye. Here, here to let you know that the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers. California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP. 180 Carmine Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95824.
right button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at Mutiny Radio. FM. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bones, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead parasols? Well, shoot. From time to time, I do start a joke. You know, if you go to joke workshops, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Now, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke workshop yep every monday 6 to 8 p.m on the mutant radio so you're saying i could tell my jokes every monday from 6 to 8 that's what i'm saying it's the joke workshop mondays 6 to 8 p.m at the mutant radio
Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counteroffer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counteroffer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counteroffer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Bronze Age. 